This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, April the 4th, 2016. Just a 
fantastic way to invest in gold and silver uh, monthly. You can do it with as little as $100 a month. There is no maximum amount. Uh, Then once a quarter, so every three months, once a quarter, we we physically deliver you your product. It's kind of like your own uh, hard assets, 401K, if you will. And the best part about it is, not only is there no fees, because I hate fees. Don't you hate fees? Not a big deal. You know, the fees. Yeah, you, you ever get it? Now, anyway, anytime you buy anything, it seems like there's the price plus fees, right? Airline tickets, service ho- fees, hotel rooms, fees. There's a there's a city fees. There's a fee for uh, picking up the phone and dialing me fee. Right. <laughs> Those are my favorite fees, right? You ever? You know, and no one looks at you. Don't even look at some of the bills anymore, like your cell phone bill and your cable. You don't even want to see them. Here's one for you. Next time you look at a bill, and I don't care what it is. It can be on your credit card. It can be on your uh, 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 shaving plan of the month card. Look for the conversion fee. The conversion <laughs> fee. What, what is that? The conversion fee is when you go, um, I'd like to add an extra set of razors to my order this month. And they go, okay. You know, and you're thinking, okay, I pay, I spend six dollars a month on razors because I'm ordering an extra set. I'm I just figure it'll be twelve bucks, right? Nope. There's an additional conversion fee because we have to <laughs> click a couple <laughs> keys on the keyboard to add that. So sorry, that's two more bucks to you. So no conversion fees here. You can start the plan at any time. You can cancel at any time. You can pause it. We give you all the flexibility. There's not a cancellation fee? Because I got, on all of my stuff, there's cancellation fees as well. Did you know if you try to get out DirecTV or Dish, there's a cancellation fee? Listen, I reserve the right to start putting fees on there. But you haven't. But I'm not going to. There you go. But I'm not going to. But you just simply leave a credit card on file. Some people have asked, hey, if I don't want to use my credit card, uh, can I send you a check every month? Can I can I send you a money order every month? And and we had a we had a big uh, you know because we're more like a real business now. So we had a business meeting, and uh, it was me and myself, and that was pretty much it. And I've agreed that yes, you can do that as well because we want all of you to reap the benefits. The best part about the plan is you get to pool all the money together. So you, we, we make big buys at the end of every quarter, which allows us to buy it at the lowest price possible, which therefore allows you to buy it at the lowest price possible. So if you go out to allamericangold.com, you can get information on that, or you can simply call us at 800-951-0592, and we will give you all the details uh, some economic data out today, another bad, durable goods number. But I guess that should be expected because we really don't make anything any longer durable goods for the month of February, down 1.7%. Uh, they revised the January numbers even lower. Uh, we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the jobs data that came out Friday. And we're also going to talk about car sales. And the, I guess, one of the few bright spots in the economy in 2015, not shining so bright in 2016. And you know what's funny is, is 
you know, that's a whole extra day this year because of leap year. You would have thought they'd be doing a little better. Apparently, not so much. We got all that and all sorts of different kind of stuff. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Long ago, people traveled great distances to be healed. To places, it was said, miracles occurred. Today, people come to a place of scientific miracles. City of Hope is a world leader in cancer research. We turn laboratory breakthroughs into treatments that outsmart cancer. We help you rebecome the person you were. Come to a place that can make a difference. At City of Hope, we combine science with soul to create miracles. Find out more at cityofhope.org. Fresh Start Church is a multicultural, multi-generational church located in Peoria, Arizona. Our heart is to see people receive a fresh start in Christ and to help them finish strong. With a passion for revival and discipleship, we place a high value on spiritual growth through a personal pursuit of God's presence and a strong biblical foundation. It's your time for hope, healing, and a fresh start. Fridays at 4.30 p.m. on Family Values Radio, 1010 a.m. KXXT. Wildfires burn millions of acres each year. And each year, wildland firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone. A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile. It can ignite and destroy your home, your community, or more. That single ember can be just as dangerous as the wildfire itself. But you can do something firefighters can't. You can act now to prepare your home and your community for wildfire. You can reduce the risk. Do your part. Go to fireadaptive.org. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Double J and the Love, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 And don't you worry, everything's just wonderful out there, and the economy's doing great. And thank you so much, because if it wasn't for the Federal Reserve, who knows where things would be? I mean, they're here to help us, and they've done such a great job devaluing our money making sure that any of you out there that have actually stuck to the plan, you know, the plan that they gave you back when you were, think about this right now, if you're in your your late 40s, early 50s, early 60s, maybe you're even worse, you're in your 70s, and 20, 30, 40 years ago, you... you Bought into the, hey, I've got to prepare myself. I need to save money. 
I need to make sure I've built myself a nest egg. Right? We already know all of you on Social Security, you're finding out the cruel realities of what this bogus economy, and really, let's face it, the fallacy of prosperity through the printing press is providing. Because it's something like three out of the last seven years, no increase in your Social Security check. Something that for, let's face it, that hadn't happened in the last 30-some-odd years. Well, but every year for 30, 40 years, you got an increase. And now all of a sudden, three out of the last seven, including this latest year, you've got nothing. Well, the price of food didn't go up. The price of gas didn't go up. The price of rent didn't go up. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Or am, right. I, am I wrong? <laughs> am, I, am I wrong? No, no, those things went up, right? So, you know, I mean, let's face it. Everybody knows that $14 hamburgers is has been the way it's been forever. I mean, think about all of these. But I don't know. Is it just an Arizona thing? Or is that like the new economy in Arizona? I think it's a national issue. I mean, right. I don't think it's just $14 hamburger. We're not special. I think it's a $14. It might be a $16 hamburger in New York and well, uh, ready, uh, right, if you go to, Florida you know. and, and, and uh, California. But you're sitting there and you saved all that money. You did it right. And as the story went... By the time you got to retirement age, right, you're just going to be able to, you know, buy a CD, right? Maybe, maybe you you uh, bought some treasuries, and you know, maybe a tax deferred or tax free municipal bond, and you could just live off the interest. So here you come, and you've done it all right. Now you're getting ready to just live off the interest. Except there's one little problem. <laughs> right? There's no more interest to live off of. So now you're forced into trying to believe that this is going to lead us. The new new plan is the key to economic salvation wasn't paying you interest. Instead, the key to economic salvation is for you to pay them interest on your money. That'll fix it. I mean, this is what you have to believe. This is what's really, truly happening. And then we got this little, this was out today because everything's wonderful. The feds are going to raise rates any minute now. New orders for U.S. factory goods fell in February. But the worst piece of economic data, because we kind of, I think as a country now, it's kind of accepted that we don't make anything anymore, right? Most Americans just kind of accept it as fact. Most of them, well, those of of us that are paying attention anyway, are desperately trying to reverse that. But the bigger part of the news was business spending. You know, all these great Wall Street companies, they're all, you know, doing such a wonderful job, and they're they're out there spending the money uh, on business spending on capital goods much weaker than initially thought. The latest indications that economic growth remains sluggish. Uh, the Commerce Department said new orders for manufactured goods fell 1.7% 
as demand, demand fell almost universally throughout the whole spectrum uh, that they tracked. Also, they went back to, to January and revised downwardly 1.2% in orders instead of, uh, well, let's just say it, they revised it down another 1.2%, I guess is what I should say. Orders have declined for 14 out of the last 19 months. February's drop was in line, uh, well, mostly due to the fact that they went to January, made that number look a lot worse. So they could say the February number was at least in line. Uh, They said that orders previously reported to have increased 1.6% in January were revised to a negative 1.2, but don't worry. Uh, the report added to weak consumer spending and trade data, suggesting that the economic growth failed to pick up at the turn of the year after showing a alleged 1.4% increase in GDP in the fourth quarter. Uh, but don't worry now, they're saying manufacturing only now accounts for 12% of the economy. So I guess if you... I guess it's 12% in falling, right? What, what do we make here? That's a good question. I mean, we make a few things. I do mean, we make tires? I think we make tires. I don't think we do. You don't think we do? Well, maybe there's a couple plants left, maybe. Um, I think that we make airplanes. Um, and we make some stuff. Some cars are made here. I'm wondering. I do think you some remember tires Ron are made here. You remember Ron Popeil, Pocket Fisherman? Rompo Peel, maker of the Set It and Forget It chicken rotisserie. I would like Set to it and forget it. it. I would like to know if his products that he pitches to this day still on television, if those are made in America. Because he's a self-made millionaire here in America because he created back in 1970 whatever the Pocket Fisherman. The Pocket Fisherman. Man, I remember those commercials like it was yesterday. I never did. I would watch the, the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island, and in between every every show was the Pocket Fisherman. It's amazing to me that and Mattel's Kung Fu Grip uh, GI Joe. GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> those are definitely not made here anymore. Not the GI Joe. He's no, not. absolutely no, not. not. But a guy, I guess when you think about it, it goes hand in hand. Then you take uh, so so now they're all bracing us for the once again. We're not going to get 3% GDP growth. We're not going to get 2.5% GDP growth. Now they're getting ready to, to, to say, well, you know, somewhere right below 2%. The Atlanta Fed is saying now GDP was only 6 tenths of a percent. Of course, all of that on an annualized rate. Uh, one of the big pieces of that GDP growth Car sales. Car sales came out on Friday. They said that sales rose 3% in March. But the rise says that there's a little, I guess there's some issues with the actual sales. And here's what the Wall Street Journal said. It said that March selling pace came in at a disappointing annual rate of just 16.5 million vehicles. And I know the number was expected to be 17.5 million vehicles, so they missed it by a million. 
Now you think about missing it by a million. I mean that's that's a lot of cars that they thought were going to sell that they didn't sell. Right? That's a million more vehicles left on dealer lots and the average price of a new car is about what, thirty four thousand? You know, just car sales alone. That's a miss of thirty four billion dollars. Now you start adding up a million dollars, a million car misses month after month after month. And next thing you know, you you've got a pretty big number. And of course, which which leads you to to understand that the car companies are probably going to have to start what making fewer cars. According to the Wall Street Journal, not only did they miss by a million, but Detroit's three automakers. Each reported sales gained, but the results missed expectations, and they said that the problem with the sales gains, when they looked at the numbers, was all of it was due to a big jump in rental cars, or fleet sales, as they like, sales to the, you know, Hertz and I don't even know what the rental car, Enterprise, they'll Alamo, pick you up, Hertz, right, okay? And then they said that that loans of 84 months or longer hit an all-time record high, as well as leasing, or which is basically you renting a car from the car company. Both of those uh, numbers point to, I guess what I I don't know how to say it. I guess a a problem in the car market when you when your car cost more than what you make in a year probably means you're not going to be buying a whole lot of car. I don't know how they can get you in that car. Well, well, 84, you, well think about 84 months. months. You know, what's that, 96 months? How about you come in and we'll give you 30 years on that car. It's going to happen. They're going to need to do stuff like that. I don't see 30 years, but right. you know well, what I'm saying? 10? We're at 8. 10. We are at 8 right now. Right? Right, you think okay. about the fact that well, we're at you know seven seven years now is the average seven plus years now the average for a a new car loan, and and then you think about a third of the cars are now rentals. Then they said that the incentives that the dealers had to get to get people into the cars because they really can't afford them, so they got to. Right, well, we'll take $5,000 off or we'll do this or that, is now driving the whole car market. And I just wonder, what happened if the car market really slows down significantly? Well, isn't it uh, been predicted by certain people that the car market may be the next housing crash? Well, start thinking about it. All the, the low credit score loans and all those things, of course... Just a thought, but it might be a good business to invest to if you're doing repos. <laughs> I, I, I'm just we saying. need repo companies to go public. That's, that's what we that, need, that's right? That's what we might need. Is, is $15 hamburgers, a $15 minimum wage, and the IPO of Repo Man. That used to be on TV. Did you ever watch that show? I did. I did watch that. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I've also had a car broken down and have my uh, AAA card, whatever, and had my car towed. You know what it costs to tow a car 25 miles? I have no idea. About 180 bucks. About $180. Uh, 
I, and I'm just telling you, there. <laughs> That's a business that exists for a reason. I'm here to tell you, there's a lot of cars going back. $180 to tow the car 25 miles. I wonder what it used to be. We should try to, I'll see if we can find that information. What what, it, what did it cost to tow a car in 2000? I People want to know. Right? People want to know. What did it cost? If there's no inflation out there, right, then it should cost, it should cost $180. I got a feeling that it didn't. No, and you know, AAA, the one, the program we were on, you know, paid for seventy of it. The rest came out of my pocket. I'm just telling you. That's a, that's that's how it works, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, I mean, it, you can have you can pay higher and have a less deductible, or whatever. But I mean, uh, you're going to pay something, you know. Like Bob Dylan says, you're going to have to serve somebody. So you start thinking about there's trouble in the car market. There's trouble in the durable goods market. There's trouble in the business spending market. Does that mean that there's trouble in the job markets coming? We got that story next. Patriot Radio News Hour halftime on a Monday. Welcome to the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Mrs. Schlafly is founder and CEO of Eagle Forum, a leading force in the pro-family movement since 1972. And now, here's Mrs. Schlafly. Senator Jeff Sessions gave a round of interviews declaring that the 2016 election is our last chance for the American people to take back control of our government. We have pell-mell erosion of law and our constitutional order. President Obama has pushed an agenda that destroys our immigration legal system and pushes a trade agreement that will transfer American economic power to an expanding international commission. That's the way the European Union began, Sessions warns. Daily news reports are now vividly describing how the EU is disintegrating, making Americans mighty glad that we never joined any proposed North American Union. Our nation's sovereignty depends on control of both immigration and trade, and that's why Senator Sessions urges voters to choose a candidate who promises to kill the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal. A new study at Tufts University predicts that U.S. ratification of that treaty would cost a loss of 450,000 American jobs. This election will be the last chance for Americans to get control of our government, said Sessions. I think this election is the big one. Our immigration policy has been anti-American decade after decade, and the voters need to know that 2016 might be our last chance to elect a president who can reduce this tide of illegals crossing our borders. The interests of working Americans, their jobs, their wages, their hospitals, their schools, and the public safety must be put first, according to Senator Jeff Sessions. We need a president with the credibility to tell the world that the time of illegality is over. I think the voters should say, if you're not going to be right on this, I'm not going to vote for you as president. 
You can send a clear message to Washington on the topic of immigration and stay informed yourself by contacting your senator's office and requesting they send you a copy of the Immigration Handbook by Senator Jeff Sessions. Let both of your senators know you care about this issue by calling them directly and asking for the Immigration Handbook. On behalf of Eagle Forum, thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. You know it's really bad when CNN does my job for me. I mean, CNN is the, I guess, the liberal side of everything, right? We don't need borders. Free trade is great. And all the diversity and everybody treated, uh, well, that's a different show, I guess. I'll just stop there, but. We're talking about the United States economy. Really, this is what we're talking about, isn't it? Right. I mean, this is really the only thing, if you live in America, that really should matter. When it comes to finance and when it comes to your financial well-being, how is the American economy doing? What is the status of jobs in America? Now, we had a jobs report that came out Friday, 215,000 jobs, and they were all, boy, they were, they were going wild. They were clapping like crazy. What a great number. So fantastic. And then you start looking at the jobs that got created, minimum wage, part-time, Matter of fact, I mean, we're getting to the point now where minimum wage jobs now dominate the job sector. And I'm not talking like 51% or 55%. Three out of every four jobs now being created. And these aren't my numbers. I'm not, I'm not giving you these numbers. These are the, the, from the government. These are the numbers that they produced this Friday. Three out of every four jobs of the 215,000 jobs created were part-time or minimum wage jobs. Now, they said the average wage in America was something like $25.43. And you only worked, you know, 34 hours a week. You know, so you made, you know, like 850 bucks a week. And so now I'm going to tell you why even that number is really a fallacy. Here was CNN. Uh, this was an article they released at the end of last week. He's a he's young, talented, chasing the American dream. A car, a house and one day a family of his own. He just landed a dream job 
as an engineer at General Electric with good pay. Except this engineer isn't in America, in America at all. He's in Mexico. Carlos, a college-educated manufacturing engineer making $1,500 a month working at the GE production plant in Mexico. He loves GE. He sees his future there. His salary works out to about $75 a day. I really like my job, Carlos told CNN. I have to keep working harder and save money so I can get to a better position. And you sit there and you think about, this is General Electric. Now, where I grew up, they were huge in Syracuse GE. Huge. No longer. But, you know, you remember, you you grew up on those GE commercials. You know, they, they brought good things to light. They brought good things to living, right? And you... You were proud if you were being able to tell your neighbors, yeah, I work for General Electric. I mean, that was a, that was a big-time job. And now General Electric only does one thing in America. One, they lay off workers. The amount of employees working in America for General Electric has fallen every year for the last 20 years. And now you have people in other countries, not just Mexico, GE doing it everywhere, talking about the same type of thing that we used to talk about here. Right? People, you get out of college, you got your degree, you're a mechanical engineer, and you landed a job with General Electric, you know, General Electric used to have or, or, or had a, um, a human resources department that was enormous and that would go visit all the college to recruit students to come work for them. Do they go to Mexico now, universities uh, in Mexico? I'm sure they do. Is that where they're recruiting their Global. I mean, I, cause they, I mean, do they even have to have a United States HR department anymore? <laughs> right. I don't Listen, if they could outsource it, you know that they would. Says Carlos' aspirations and drive could mirror those of any 24-year-old American with similar skills, but his job in Mexico, where General Electric has 17 manufacturing plants, 17 manufacturing plants, 17 plants, that used to be done right here in America. By the way, General Electric now has over 10,000 employees in those 17 plants. A typical manufacturing engineer that works for GE in the United States, and by the way, I got news for you, you're an endangered species. If you're a manufacturing engineer working for GE in the United States because you know what they pay you? 
$75,000, according to the salaries compiled by Glassdoor. That works out to $312 a day. So the U.S. workers making $312, the Mexican workers making $75, you know, that is over four times less than what the U.S. worker is making. And it says that the wage gap can easily explain why so many manufacturing jobs have left the United States and why it's going to continue. I mean, think about this, $75 a day. Now, let's just say that he's only working eight hours, even though this is a salary job. That works out to $9.37. The thing that scares me is GE is a pace setter, and right down the street from us is Honeywell. How long before it's in Mexico? That Honeywell, we ride by that parking lot all the time, and you and I sit there and go, first of all, there's 500 cars there. Right. How many employees are there, and how long before Honeywell sits there and goes, man, I can't do it here anymore. We're going to move it over there. And they've already started, right? And this is, you know, Honeywell shut a bunch of offices to just keep this one full, but great question. Now you start looking at the pay and you start wondering how long. What's left for America? I love all times of the year, but to my way of thinking, the intermediate seasons of spring and fall are extra special. Speaking of spring, April is the heart of springtime. The month has provided its share of musical and literary inspiration. There was Al Jolson's Broadway hit, April Showers in the 1920s. Pat Boone capitalized on this month in the 1950s with April Love, both a pop hit and movie. Robert Frost would aptly depict April in these lines. The sun was warm, but the wind was chill. You know how it is with an April day. When the sun is out and the wind is still, you're one month on in the middle of May. But if you so much as dare to speak, a cloud come over the sunlit arch, the wind comes off a frozen peak. And you're two months back in the middle of March. Aptly put, Mr. Frost, aptly put, this is George Mirren's God in Country. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continue to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. PFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines.
Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jacobin, Homer Lopez. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The article, we're talking about the fate of the United States economy, the fate of the United States worker, and really the jeopardy that we're now in. Right, we've sat here and, and listen, we 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 wanted to believe. Right? We really did. We wanted to believe that maybe they had it wrong when they said everything would be fine when they closed the gold window in nineteen seventy one and Richard Nixon addressed the nation and said, Don't worry, as long as Americans buy American, it's going to be fine. We wanted to believe that maybe that wasn't true. Maybe Americans don't have to build anything. And maybe Americans really don't want those jobs. Apparently, we don't want GE jobs. We don't want Ford jobs. We don't want General Motors jobs. We don't want carrier air conditioning jobs. We don't want Oreo cookie jobs. I got a question for people. What jobs do we want? (laughs) I know everybody, oh, I want to grow. I just want to be a businessman. I want to be a rich guy. I want to be a CEO. It works that way. Now we start to think about not only is this job gone, It's never coming back. $75,000? Or we can pay a guy 75 bucks a day. You know, $75 a day, five days a week, 52 weeks a year. We can pay a guy 19,500 bucks. Or we can pay the U.S. guy 75 grand. Of course, Donald Trump, his big, uh, hot-button topic on the campaign is bringing the jobs back from Mexico. Carlos, however, disagrees. I want you to read this, is, and I'm quoting. This is a college-educated mechanical manufacturing engineer working at GE Mexico. I actually don't think that Donald Trump can steal the jobs from here and take them to the United States. And a matter of fact, Carlos said, a lot of facilities in the United States are coming to Mexico because the labor is cheaper. And of course, the experts, they all agree with Carlos. They say manufacturing has crossed the Rubicon of the Rio Grande, and it's hard to see any of these jobs coming back. And, you know, you sit there and you start thinking about, how did it happen? We're going to replace a $75,000 a year job with a minimum wage job? Because essentially that's what's happening. 
You start thinking about, you start looking at the real numbers of these jobs. Three out of every four is minimum wage. Right? This is stuff you got in third world countries. This wasn't what the United States economy used to be. Used to be those jobs represented full-time with benefits well above the minimum wage. And you know what the funny thing is? They, they sat there and they sold us another bill. You just had to be educated. Right? That was the problem. You know what? We're not educated enough. We're educated to death. We've never been more educated. Of course, really, you think about it, the world's never been more educated. But you're sitting there and and you're looking at whether or not you have your degree in mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, whatever it may be. Every one of those jobs, those are the first ones that they try to replace. The higher the pay, the more they want to do it somewhere else. You know, Eric brought up a great point on Friday, talking about, you know what, if these companies could save a quarter an hour, they'd do it. They'd get rid of that job in a heartbeat. But we're not talking about a quarter an hour. We're talking about hundreds of dollars a day to the tune now that 10,000 of those jobs reside in Mexico. Could you imagine if GE announced we're going to hire 10,000 U.S. workers at an annual pay of $75,000, what that would do for the economy? Instead, GE announces we're going to hire 10,000 manufacturing engineers at $20,000 an hour in Mexico. And nobody cares. And then you see all these people protesting about the border, right? Sitting there saying how the the border should be open. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know what, how soon until the Mexicans say, you know what, hey, I go over there. It's way, <laughs> it's way too expensive there. We're going to stay right here. I wonder what that's going to be. I guess that's when we know there's a problem. We want to go down there, and they no longer want to come up here. Then I guess that's when it's over, right? I wonder if a U.S. citizen with a mechanical degree, manufacturing engineering degree, could get a a work visa to go work in that plant in, in Mexico for GE. I wonder how hard that would be. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Okay, we're here at creditrepair.com, the most recognized name in the industry for resolving credit report issues and getting those scores up. With me, I got Aaron. Aaron, there's a lot going on here today. That's right, Justin. Last year alone, we had over half a million calls from people needing help with improving their credit reports. And no wonder. What you're doing works, right? It sure does. Our proven process actually can help remove those unfair or inaccurate items from your credit report. And on average, people who have used our service have seen significant improvement in their credit scores 
month after month. So when it comes to getting things in life that you really want, like a home, car, or even a new job, the first thing lenders usually look at is credit. So don't let a low credit score hold you back. Call creditrepair.com today. And so what happens when they call? Well, when you call, we're actually going to give you a free credit report, a free credit score, and a free evaluation to tell you what's going on right over the phone. Call creditrepair.com at 800-231-1735. That's 800-231-1735. 800-231-1735. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Krill Omega 50 Plus combines krill oil with ultra-pure fish oil in one tiny pill, and it promotes your joint health, your heart health, your arteries, brain function, and even your eye health. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus today. Just pay for shipping, and we'll send you a free bottle. Experience the miracle of Krill Omega 50 Plus. Call now for your free bottle. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. 1-800-679-5745. Final segment on a Monday, Patriot Radio News Hour. Pretty much everything's down today. Crude oil's down uh, 55 cents. Gold's down $4. Uh, Silver's down 8 cents. The NASDAQ, the S&P, the Dow, they're all down as well. I want to share with you, this was in the Wall Street Journal as a reason to buy gold today. Don't bet on gold's rally to last is the headline. Gold investors should enjoy the party while they can. The good times are probably coming to an end. Gold often thrives as a haven in times of turmoil or acts as a hedge against inflation. And really, you know, what they keep missing, inflation, deflation, stagflation. Devotees Love pointing to the negative interest rates around the globe as evidence that a recently made gold glitter more than usual. Well, that's a fact. The problem is these theories don't take into account a fundamental analysis of gold's intrinsic value. I was like, wow, a fundamental analysis. It really doesn't have any, according to this guy. Gold's been money for 5,000 years. It doesn't really have any. Unlike many financial assets, such as stocks, bonds, real estate, and others, gold doesn't generate any income. <laughs> Valuing it, according to this guy, is virtually impossible. These are all the things that I just, I read, I couldn't believe it. I mean, someone actually got this printed in the Wall Street Journal? 
think about this. Valuing it is virtually impossible. Here's the one thing I can tell you about gold. Gold's never been zero. It's never going to be zero. It will always have value. Unlike a lot of the things you put in here, like financial assets such as stocks and bonds, others, as he puts it, it doesn't generate income. And that's not what gold is for. Gold preserves your wealth. It preserves the income that you worked so hard for. So no matter what $100 would buy you today, 1000 10000 50000 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, that same amount that, that would buy $100 or 1000 or 10000 or $50,000 today, if you put it into gold, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years from today, it will still buy the same amount. And we all know all too well that money doesn't. If you had buried $100 in bills during the Great Depression and you unburied them today, you don't have anything. Because let's face it, they'd be desecrated. But if you did it in $20 gold pieces, you'd still be able to buy what 100 bucks used to buy. That's what gold is. That's why you need to own it. 800-951-0592. That's our toll-free number. Everybody, happy Monday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.